Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. All right, y'all, let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, I want to thank you for blessing us with another day, Father God. I want to thank you for giving us the privilege of waking up, God, because somebody didn't make it to see this day, but we did, Lord. So we first thank you for that, Father God. We thank you for not giving up on us, Father God, or not leaving our presence when we do when we have mistakes, Father God, or when we stray away, Father God. We thank you for just being who you are today, Father God. We thank you for the love that you surround us with, Father God. We thank you for the covering and the protection, Father God, and we pray that this word reaches each and every person on this live in their dead places of their life in their broken places in their empty places in their dark places father god i pray that this word spreads fresh light in jesus name we pray amen all right y'all so we're coming from the book of luke and luke chapter 24 it talks about the resurrection now if you guys don't know what the resurrection is that's when they killed jesus and then he rose three days later that's called the resurrection so I'm just going to read and then I'm going to tell y'all the points that stood out to me, okay? So we're starting at Luke 24, verses 1 through 12, and it says, But very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb. Taking the spices they had prepared, they found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. So they went in, but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. So this is when they had already um, killed Jesus and took him off the cross and buried him in the tomb. So um, if you see on Easter, a lot of people posting like the tomb was empty. This is when the women went to the tomb looking for Jesus. So they went in. So they found the tomb entrance, the stone rolled away. Verse three says, so they went in, but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. As they stood there puzzled, two men, two men suddenly appeared to them clothed in dazzling robes. The women were terrified and bowed, bowed their heads to the ground. Then the men asked, why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee that the son of man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and that he would rise again on the third day. Then they remembered that he had said this. So they rushed back from the tomb to tell his 11 disciples and everyone else what had happened. It was Mary, Jonah, Mary, the mother of James and several other women who told the apostles what had happened. Verse 11 says, but the story sounded like nonsense to them. So they didn't believe it. However, Peter jumped up and ran to the tomb to look. Stooping, he peered in and saw the, the empty linen wrappings, which were Jesus' clothes. He saw those wrappings, and then he went home again, wondering what had happened. Good morning. So as you guys can see from the title today, we're going to be talking about remembering what he said. And the first thing that I wrote down in the first verse that stood out to me this morning was verse 5, where it says, the men the women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground when the men came in the men were angels that had came in the tomb when they were there looking for jesus so the women were terrified like they were shocked so they bowed their head and then it says the men asked them why are you looking among the dead for someone who is living and i read it in this is the nlt translation i also read it in the easy translation and the easy translation says why are you in a dead place looking for living things and i wanted to talk to you guys about this this morning because god placed on my heart that is somebody on here and you're looking for the promise of god of what god told you was going to come to pass you're looking for it in a dead place they said why are you in a dead place looking for a living thing and sometimes when we read the bible or when we think about just death in general we automatically assume that 
dead a dead thing can only be a physical body but you can be looking for the promise of god with a dead mindset you can be looking for the promise of god in a dead relationship you can be looking for the promise of god in a dead environment and a lot of times when we look for the promise of god and we don't see the promise of god or we feel like what god isn't what god said isn't coming to pass it's not because he's a liar it's not because his word isn't true it's that you're looking for that word in the wrong environment it says that they said to him He's alive. You you have to remember what he told you. So it says, it says, don't, why are you looking for a, a living thing in a dead place? And when it comes to us and the things that God promises us, when it comes to us and the word that God places on our hearts, we have to be intentional about making sure that we're not looking for that thing to come to pass in an area of our life that's already dead. You cannot look for godly relationships in a dead friendship that God been told you you should have cut off. You cannot look for a godly marriage in a dead relationship that God been told you you should have let go. You cannot look for growth and expansion and promotions in a dead job that God been told you you needed to move on from, but you too scared to step out on faith so there's some areas of our lives whether it's relationships whether it's environments or whether it's mindsets that god has promised us more god has told us i want to bless you i have favor for you i have abundance for you and you're not seeing it and you're wondering why but it's because you're looking for this living thing the word of god is a living word it's alive it's awakened so you're looking for the living word of god in a dead situation or you're viewing this situation with a dead mindset you're trying to figure out how god is going to bring something to pass in your life but you're thinking according to your own strength you're thinking according to your own perspective according to your own knowledge instead of just relying on faith for this thing you're trying to figure it out yourself and you're wondering why you're not seeing it you're wondering why the promise of god isn't living in your life and the word is saying why are you looking for a living thing in a dead environment because the way that you used to do stuff before that's old now that's dead now when you give your life to christ you're a new creature so you can't move how you used to move you can't be in the same environments that you used to be in you can't say the stuff that you used to say and act how you used to act you cannot look for the living word of god in a dead environment with a dead mindset in dead relationships in dead anything the word of god cannot live there so it says that the angel said to them why are you looking for for why are you among the dead looking for someone who is alive? And I wanted to tell you guys that the part that part of your life isn't dead. You're just looking for it in the wrong place. I don't know who it's for. I don't know what I wrote it down for, but it's somebody that you think you're giving up on something. And God promised you this. God keeps this. It's something that you can't, you can't escape the thought of it. It's something that keeps coming back. It's something that you don't want to give up on, but it just seems like it's not coming to pass. It just seems like God's word isn't happening. And he wants you to know that the mindset or the environment or the people that you are attaching this thing to, they are dead. This is dead. This is, this is, this is, you've outgrown this certain situation. You've outgrown these friendships you've outgrown this environment so in order for my word to be alive in you in order for my promise to come to pass in your life and be a living promise that thrives you're gonna have to get from among the dead in order for something to live so as i continue um verse six says he isn't here he is risen from the dead Remember what he told you back in Galilee. And as you guys can see, that's the title because that's what God wanted me to talk to you guys about today. Remembering what God told you. A lot of times in life, that's that's the you have to realize that the thing the word that God gave you, that's like the heartbeat of your life. 
the work because there's going to be some circumstances and there's going to be some trials and tribulations that come your way like some health issues or some finances or some friendships or some or the end of some relationships or some mental health issues that come your way and try to put it in to the heartbeat which is the word of God whatever word God placed in your life whatever word God promised you that is what you have to hold on to at all times in all seasons in all circumstances the angel said to them remember what God told you I know that you saw him die on the cross on the cross I know that it looks like he was dead and that he was never coming back I know it doesn't look favorable I know it looks like that I know it looks like this thing is done I know it looks like it's not going to ever return because you have to remember Jesus died on the cross in front of everybody so if that was you you probably would have forgot what he said too but he had already told them in advance I'm gonna die but I'm gonna come back three days later and that's what happens with the promise of our life that's what happens when God makes a promise to us he tells you the promise if God tells you a promise he's letting you know before all of the circumstances come your way and try to discourage you before the trials and tribulations try to make you think that my word is a lie I'm gonna tell you what the promise is I'm gonna tell you what the plan is I'm gonna tell you that you're gonna make it through this situation I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna heal you I'm gonna tell you your business is gonna be successful I'm gonna tell you this in advance because I know that there's something that's coming that's going to try to put death to that thing that I told you is going to live but if you hold on to my word and if you remember what I said you can make it through this season that looks like death so the angel said to them you have to remember what he said in Galilee remember what he said before you got to this testing point remember what he said before you entered this trial of your life or this tough this tough season in your life go back to what God said to you you have to this is that's your anchor we know we talk about faith and faith being the foundation of our lives and living by faith and walking by faith but the minute that you test it you think you automatically think you're gonna fail what happened to your faith God wouldn't tell us to live by faith and to walk by faith which is the unseen which is what you hope for God wouldn't tell us to live by that if we wasn't gonna need it he knew we were gonna need it he knew that there were things that were gonna happen that was gonna seem like it's trying to put to death that word that God placed in your heart it's some things coming after it it's not just gonna be God gave me this promise for my business God gave me this promise for my marriage God gave me this promise for this relationship with my mom God gave me this promise for my mental health it's not just gonna be yeah God gave me this promise and the promise is here no the enemy is gonna try to come after that promise the enemy is gonna try to play mind games the enemy is gonna yeah look this this is dead it's not prospering look you don't see any any growth in this area of life and in this predicament this is the bottom of the bottom so this is where you have a situation in your life and it just looks like there's no way it can get any better he was completely dead they had put him in the tomb closed the tomb it was done this is when you so this is for whoever feel like you you feel like this is it this is the bottom god it can't get any lower than this it can't get any worse than this this is just your worst nightmares have come true that dream or that relationship or that promise or that health issue whatever it is in your life it has hit rock bottom and this is the worst that it can get and god uses this story to show us that i don't care how low your situation gets in your life i don't care how hard circumstances and trials and tribulations come at you if i say it's living if I say it's going to rise it's going to rise I just need you to hold on to the word that I gave you 
So the angels told them, remember what God said to you? He said, remember what he told you back in Galilee. Remember what he told you when you first started your journey with him. Remember what he told you when you first started praying. Remember what he told you before your faith was, was consumed by the thoughts of failure. Because you have to understand, God gives us visions and he gives it to us in a way where it's just like, wow, God, you really going to do that? The day that God places something on your heart or releases a vision to you or releases a promise to you, it just catches you off guard. And at, at first you begin to be excited about it. When God gives you a promise or when God places something in your heart, the first feeling is excitement. And you feel excitement at first because your thoughts, your logical thoughts haven't crept in to begin to tell you, well, girl, how you going to do that? And you know what they say. You know what the news say. You know what they say about businesses. You know that if you don't if you don't sell out on your first launch day, you know that business is not going to be a good business. So, you know, before all of the opinions of others and sometimes our own our own thoughts are against us because the promise of God is so big that it is scary sometimes. So, when God releases a promise to you, he gives it to you in a state where you can receive it. So, I'm going to give you this promise in a state where you can receive it before your thoughts try to drown it out. And then I know that it's going to be something that comes and attack this promise. There's going to be something that tries to stop this promise from coming to pass. So that's why I tell you that you need to live by faith because when you can't see it or when the circumstances look bad, I need you to hold on to my word above all. I don't care that it's dead. I don't care that they put him in the tomb. I don't care that you saw him die on the cross. I don't care that you saw other people's businesses fail. I don't care that you saw him moving funny so you think he going to treat you how he treated that other person. I don't care what you thought it was or what it looks like. I need you to remember what I said. So the angel said to them, remember what he told you back in Galilee, that the son of man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, that he will rise again on the third day. And what I wrote down is that because if God told you that this thing would live, why did you allow the words of death to lead you here? There are some situations in our life where soon as we see some circumstances that don't look like it's in our favor, we automatically forget the word of God. Uh, this ain't looking too well. I done, I done posted a new product and I ain't getting not one sale today. This business is done. Oh, you know, it's over with. I done applied to the job and they ain't called me back in 24 hours like they said. God, I'm still unemployed. Soon as we see a circumstance that doesn't look like it's working in our favor from our perspective with our mindset, we begin to dismiss or put to death the word of God. But they said, why are you looking for a living thing amongst the dead things? So that way that you thought that God was going to bring this thing to pass, that's the dead thing. That mindset that you have about the situation of God or the promise of God, that's the dead thing. Your perspective is a dead thing. And this is the place that we have to get comfortable. You have to understand that your way of viewing your life, your way of viewing God is from a dead perspective. And I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to me too. Any way that we look at our circumstances in our lives is from a dead perspective because the word says that God's thoughts and his ways are beyond ours, which means that we can't even think about what he's going to do next. So we have to train ourselves to get in a posture of expectancy. God, I don't know how you're going to do this, but I know that your word told me you're going to do it. So this is where faith comes in. Remember, faith is the substance of things not seen, what we hope for. So this is why God tells us, I need you to constantly live in a posture of faith because if you do that, I can keep blowing your mind. I can keep doing the unexpected. I can keep going beyond in your life. But if you operate from a dead mindset, if you only view things in your life from your perspective and how you think it should go you're looking for the living word of God in a dead situation because God, God is not bound by your mindset and how you think it should work 
your mindset is dead to him. He's far beyond your mindset. He's he's going to outthink you. God wants to do bigger and bigger and bigger in your life. So you have to free him from your expectations of how you think it should look. So they went to the tomb looking for him. And the angel said, why are you looking for a living thing in a dead situation? You thought he was going to be here. You thought it was going to work out like that. You thought you needed the connections and you thought you needed the network with everybody and their mama to be successful. And God is saying, why are you looking for a living thing in a dead situation? Social media told you you need to do that. I don't need to do that for my word. I know how I'm going to bring my word to pass. All I need you is to sit and operate from a place of faith. So... Um, as I continue, y'all, I'm trying, y'all know I get ahead of my notes real quick. Um, so another note that I wanted to write down with you guys, well, share with you guys, was that in verse 11, it says, but the story sounded like nonsense to the men, so they didn't believe it. Because remember, when the angels told this to the women, the women ran back to tell everybody like, y'all, they said that Jesus ain't dead. They said that he's the tomb is empty. Like they shared the whole story with them. And what I wrote down is, why are you letting others' opinion put to death what God said will live? Because what they said is that this sounds like, it sounded like nonsense to them. And that's, that's another place where you have to get comfortable. You're going to have to be okay with not everybody understanding the vision. You're going to have to be okay with knowing what God told you and resting in that even when the people around you looking at you crazy. Because they said, this is nonsense. We were there when Jesus was when Jesus died. We were there when they put him to death. We saw him going to the tomb. Now y'all coming to me telling me that he's not there. This is nonsense. We don't believe it. And there are some promises in your life that if you begin to share it with other people, they are going to tell you it's nonsense. They are going to tell you it's foolishness. So today, what God wanted me to talk to y'all about was believing and remembering what he said in spite of circumstances and in spite of what people think. They thought it was nonsense. That didn't mean it wasn't true. That that doesn't, when people think that what you say is nonsense, that has nothing to do with what God is going to do. It has, God does not need approval from people. And we have to begin to live in a posture to where we are the same way. If I'm operating and I'm living my life based on faith, something that's not seen, something that's hoped for, I don't have time to prove to you what I'm hoping for. Yes, it hasn't come yet, but I have to be so confident in my relationship with God that I'm not moved by the fact that you think I'm crazy for having faith. Because you also going to think I'm crazy when I get this blessing. You also going to think I'm crazy when God released this favor. It's going to be some crazy favor that's being released. It's going to be some crazy blessings that's being released. So I'm okay with looking crazy right now. I don't need you to understand what I'm saying. I don't need to let you know, well, you know, God said this and you know, the word says you have to have faith. I don't need to prove myself to you at all. And that's what I think God is placing on my heart to talk about this because what we don't realize is that when you try to put yourself in a position to proving yourself to other people, it depletes your own faith because now you're trying to explain to them something that you don't even have all the details for. If you're operating and living and living from a posture of faith, something that's hoped for, you just believe in God to do the un, the unexplainable. You're believing God to go big and beyond. How can you explain that to somebody? I, I can't explain it to you. All I can tell you is that I remember what he said. So I wrote that down and I wrote down um, verse 11, which I read to you guys. It said they sounded, the story sounded like nonsense to the men. So they didn't believe it. Verse 12 says, however, Peter jumped up and ran to the tomb to look. Stooping, he peered in and saw the empty linen wrappings. Then he went home again, wondering what had happened. 
And this is why God wants us to live in a posture of faith, to live in expectancy, to remember what he said and then force our, our hearts and our mind to submit to what he said and not what we see, not to the circumstances, not to the people around us and their, and their opinion. He wants us to submit to what he said and force everything in our lives to submit to my heart, my mind. If you around me and you, you making me, you making me lose faith on what God said, I'm gonna have to get from around you because I'm forcing every part of my life to remember what he said. I'm forcing every part of my life to align with faith. And this is why it says that even though some of the people thought it was nonsense, the story that they came back and said, it says that Peter got up and ran to the tomb. So what that means is that you living a life led by faith and you constantly being in a posture of faith, it's going to activate faith in somebody else. Even if they don't, even if they don't say, cause it never said that Peter said to them, oh, I believe you, let me go check it out. It never said that all it said was that they thought it was nonsense. So we can only imagine the commentary that they got while telling the story. You know how you telling the story to somebody and they be like, did you really see the tomb empty? Was God really not there? What was Jesus gone for real? You know how people be thinking that you capping you, you they think you're making stuff up. So we can only imagine how the women felt. You know, they excited to get this word. They excited and you come share something with somebody and they just kind of bring your vibes down. It's just like, I need why did I even share it with you? You're not even excited how I'm excited. You if anything, you just made my faith decrease and I came here excited to share with you what God showed to me. But what it says was that Peter got up and went and looked at the tomb. So the last thing that I wanted to share with you guys is that God wants you to operate and to stay in a posture of faith because whether you know it or not, it's going to activate faith in somebody else. It didn't just activate faith in Peter. It made Peter get up and get moving. It made Peter go check it out for himself. So he had, it really had to activate because you went up and you did something. You don't know who your faith is inspiring. So that's why God is saying to you, I need you to remember what I said to you in Galilee. And I know right now the situation looks dead i know right now it looks like nothing is working in your favor i know right now it looks like all bets are off i know right now it looks like this thing is shut down it's not coming to pass it's never going to turn around for your good i know it looks dead but i don't need you looking for my living word in a dead situation i need you to bring your mindset up higher i need you to bring your environment up higher i need you to spend time in the word i need you to spend time praying i need you to bring your relationships up higher because if you're going to tap into this living thing you cannot be bound by dead things by dead mindset by dead relationships by dead environments i need you to operate on a higher level if you want to tap into higher it only makes sense it only if you want more you have to do more you have to operate from a place of more you're gonna have to get beyond what they're doing or what they're saying or what they're believing i need you to operate from a place of faith and bring it up higher to bring down and to activate this living thing and when you operate like that when you live a life with that posture and with that mindset you activate faith in other people. So Peter got up and Peter went and looked for himself. And then it said he was trying to figure out what happened. So not only were they like, okay, well, I know, I know Jesus isn't there. Dang, what happened? Now they faith is getting, not, this is a faith increasing because I remember what you said. And now I'm starting to see things shift, shift according to what you said. Because remember first it was dead, but now the tomb is empty. So now I'm seeing some things shift and that's what happens. The situation looks dead. But when you when you take your posture back to faith, when you take your mindset back to faith, God will allow something to happen to show you now you're getting it. Now, now you understand and now you're viewing things from my perspective and with you view, viewing things from God's perspective, now you're able to see God's hand move in that thing. So because of that, that not only led to them 
viewing things in the spiritual and seeing it it also led to Peter getting up and saying, well, let me go see for myself. It's like a domino effect. You living according to your faith, you staying postured in faith, it is like a domino effect. So God wanted me to get on here today and to remind you guys to remember what he said. Remember what he said to you before the test came. Remember what he said to you before it looked like this situation got out of hand. Remember what he said to you before your faith started being tested. That's the only that's the only way for your faith to grow is for it to be tested. So I'm going to tell you what to do now. I'm going to tell you what it is now. When you go in here, they're going to test you. But I need you to remember what I said to you. I need you to remember. It's kind of like when you're younger and you go to the store and your mama say, don't touch nothing, don't ask for nothing. Because I know when you get in this store, it's going to be something that catches your eye. It's going to be something that makes you want to pick it up and grab it. It's going to be something that makes you want to ask for it. But I'm letting you know beforehand, even though you're going to be tempted, even though you're going to be tested, even though the things around you are going to be catching your eye, I need you to remember what I said before you got to this testing place. And I need you to forget about the circumstances and forget about the people who feel like you're operating from a place of nonsense because your faith, your posture, your mindset is going to activate faith in somebody else. Let's pray, y'all. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for this word, Father God. We want to thank you. I want to thank you for each and every person that's on this live, Father God. I pray that this word reaches who you want it to reach, God. I pray that it deposited a seed of faith, Father God. A seed of faith that is activated beyond dead circumstances, Father God. I pray that they that they turn their eyes to the things of this world, Father God. Circumstances, opinions, relationships, and mindsets that try to keep them bound from the promises that you promised them, Father God. I pray that you allow them to see beyond, Father God. I pray that you allow them to think above where they currently are, Father God, because we know that your word says that your thoughts and your ways are beyond ours, Father God. So we must train ourselves to act and to live according to that, Father God. We thank you for all of the doors that you've closed, Father God, and we thank you for the doors that you're about to open. And I pray that each and every person on this live begins to operate from a higher place so that they can walk through those doors that you have already prepared for them, Father God. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for all that you've done, and we thank you for covering us father god protecting us and pouring your love within us endlessly father god in jesus name we pray amen thank you guys so much for tuning in i pray that this word really really inspired you guys to remember what god said i don't know what you're facing today i don't know what situation or what circumstance in your life looks like it's dead it looks like it's not getting any better it looks like it's not going to turn around for your good i don't know i it's i can't know you know i'm not in your life but i do know that god wanted me to get on here and to tell you remember what i said and then when you remember what i said i want you to take your take your faith back because the attacks come and the circumstances come to try to drain you of your faith that's what it's trying to do. It's trying to get you discouraged. It's trying to make you forget what God already told you. He already prepared you for this. He already promised you something. So I need you to take your faith back. And I need you to remember what God said. And I need you to boldly rest in that because your faith, your remembrance, and your trust in God is going to activate faith in somebody else. I love you guys. Happy Faith Friday. I wanted to start off different from, hey, y'all. <laughs> so I said, happy Faith Friday. I pray that you guys have a 
wonderful Friday. I pray that this word that God placed on my heart really encourages you guys to just get back to the promise, get back to the word that God placed on your heart. I know sometimes life comes at you fast. I know sometimes the enemy sends trials and stumbling blocks and circumstances and tribulations that try to trip us up and make us forget the promise that God placed on our heart. So I pray that this word today, this replay of the IGTV from this morning, Faith Friday, I pray that it inspires you to get back to what God said in spite of what situation looks dead in your life, in spite of what people have to say, God's word still stands. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So if you would like to sow into this seed today, this seed is titled taking back my faith. I'm taking back my faith. And you can sow that seed at cash app dollar sign, the Christian Bay or PayPal polished 144 at gmail.com. That information will be in the description box. And remember it's titled God, I'm taking back my faith. Also, I'm almost to 10K followers on TikTok, guys. So I did a 10K sale. So you can head over to thechristianbay.com and like the classic tea is on sale and some other items are on sale just to show my appreciation to you guys. I'm also uploading a new YouTube video today on my YouTube. You can go on YouTube and search The Christian Bay TV and subscribe to my channel. I'm at almost 200 subscribers, y'all. And I feel like this is a big deal for me, you know, like this is big. So <laughs> if you haven't already, go subscribe to my YouTube. I'm, I've been uploading every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, and I'm going to try to keep that consistency. I pray that you guys help me reach my goal. My goal is like a thousand really soon, but you know, baby steps still lead to big improvements. So that's what we're focusing on. So yes, if you would like to sow, the seed is I'm taking back my faith. And you can also visit the sale on the christianbay.com. Some of you have been DMing me, asking questions, asking about the coaching calls coming back. Somebody tried to book it and I disabled it. So I will be enabling coaching calls today. I'm going to be taking coaching calls every Friday. So if you have business questions, if you have prayer or spiritual questions or you need advice, you can always DM me and I will send you the link for the coaching calls. That's all the updates for this, for today, guys. I love you guys so much and I pray that this word encourages you to take back your faith and remember what God said. I love you guys. Have a great weekend.